podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. Hey, Dolphins, this is Michael Fink with the FinFans Podcast. Each week we come to you and bring you our opinions on what's going on within the Dolphins organization. During the season, you'll hear two shows each week where we review and preview each game. We shoot straight from the hip and have fun in doing so. We'd like to thank the Dolphins Talk Network for their support. Uh, Make sure to check them out. It's truly appreciated. All right, let's uh, kick off today's show. And it's another FinFans podcast. With me this evening is Ryan Norwood. Hey there, Dolphins. And Louis Ricconi. Hello, 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 Dolphins. Good evening. Good afternoon. We're going to talk a little defense tonight. We're going to talk defense. All right. We are going to talk defense. Uh, before we do, I, I just want to go over something that was uh, said in the press. Uh, McDaniel was asked about uh, Brandon Jones and Nick Needham, and, and basically the answer that he gave, which is going to shorten it a whole lot, he's looking forward to them coming back. I mean, he really didn't give a timetable, and he doesn't want to get into timetables. So that's pretty much uh, what he had to say about that. Lewis. Yes. Did you see uh, <laughs> what Jalen Phillips looks like? <laughs> Jalen Phillips is going to have a monster year. Yes, he is. The guy is dedicated. He's got the drive. That guy's going to be a star. I mean, I you know, there's there's no denying him of that. He's going to be a star in the NFL, and um, you know, his rookie season, I was kind of down and out on him. I know um, you were. I just didn't. I just didn't. I don't know. I. I he just didn't seem to be able to get off of the tackles that were blocking him. Yeah, because they were men and he was a boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, uh, you know, he's, Mike, he, he's chiseled. He is now. Yeah, he is now. I mean, it, but, uh, you know, he, he's a guy that can just fly. And um, he's going to be a Pro Bowl player this year. I don't think there's any question about that. I think that Fangio is going to use him in a way that um, he hasn't been used up to this point. And I think he's going to be a force to be reckoned with. No doubt about it. I agree with you. Ryan, how do you feel? Uh, kind of the same way. You know, he's coming in bigger, stronger. Hopefully he keeps his speed under Fast. him. But, Fast. well, yeah, we would hope he's, he's got that speed. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited to see what this defense can do. You know, Vic Fangio has a long history in the NFL, and you've got a a really good, on paper, a really, really good defense here. Fangio. If we're talking Fangio, you, you've got to bring something to the table here that, that I think is important. He's improved pretty much every defense he's worked with. Yes. Yes. Yeah, he's... Comes highly regarded as one of the best defensive coaches around. Well, when you have when you have a track record like that, right, it, it kind of reinforces that point. So you yep. would expect that our defense is going to be better. Fangio, I'm looking here. He's got top ten defenses ten times in his career. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. well, you, my, you you neglected to say he's been coaching for fifty years, though. Right? Well, 22, se- 22 seasons as a coordinator. I know. I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. <laughs> so you he, figure, he, the, I mean, 
if you've been coaching for 30, 40 years and you've got 10 top 10 defenses, that's still pretty impressive. Yeah, when there's 32 teams, right? Yeah. You're, you're finishing in the top third. Yes. Well, right. he he's coming to a team that has an awful, awful lot of talent. Yeah. On that defense. I'm sure that's why he chose to be here, but not yeah. to mention his big fat paycheck. <laughs> I don't know anything about a big fat paycheck. Oh, yeah. He is the highest paid defensive coordinator in the game right now. Is he really? Yes, he is. How about that? I wonder what that number is. Do you know it, Mike? I don't. Not for certain. I never think about the salaries that like the top defensive coordinator and offensive coordinators make. I, I wonder where it is. I mean, my hunch is he's probably getting five million a year. That's wow. my hunch. Uh, oh, Four point five million. Jeez. There you go. Yes, three-year deal. Yep. My God. My goodness, that's a lot of money. Wow. Sure is. I think that I could coach that defense. I really. Do. <laughs> I think I'd rather have Fangio. No offense. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I think I could coach that defense. That's Your temper, I don't know, you know. <laughs> I they, just don't know. I, I will say this, you know, he's coming into a great situation, and, and he just adds wood to the fire, right? I mean, you know, you look around the defense at every turn, and the secondary has got just a ton of good bodies there, right? The linebacking crew with the addition of Long looks really strong in the defensive line. <laughs> I mean, I love our four guys. Mm-hmm. I love Ogbo. I love I mean, Siler, Wilkins. Do we have a weakness on defense Phillips. right now? We don't. We really don't. Maybe, maybe, you know what? You can't ask for depth in the NFL. And you know what? Maybe Tyndale and some of these guys step up this year and they become our depth at the linebacker position. But, you know, you can't have depth everywhere. And I think our secondary, as long as everybody stays healthy, um, we're, we're deep there. Um you know, across the defensive line, you know, I think I didn't even mention Chubb when I mentioned the four guys just mm-hmm. now, right? I mean, Chubb is is I mean, you got five pretty solid and Chubb better step up because we gave up a number one for him. I mean, you've got five guys there that could lit- legitimately, and I mean legitimately, be Pro Bowl players. I think Siler defensive tackle position is one of the better ones in the league as well. I mean, you've got – they're good, Mike. They're good. They're good. I know Ryan agrees. Absolutely. Well, you know how I feel about Siler. I've told you a number of times. I yeah. really like his game. Yes. Um, guy is just, you know, he, he doesn't quit. Mike, tell me, okay, they're starting 11 guys that come out on the field on defense. Yeah. You know, tell me where we are weak in regard to those 11 guys. Nose tackle. Really? Yep. Well, you I'm not impressed Raquan with Davis Raquan Davis. To, uh, he, yes, he has had some not very good years, but he did slim down a lot last year. And the team has reported that he is uh, starting to bulk up a little bit more. And I think he was, what, 340 pounds at one point? I don't you know. know. Well, playing, playing at that weight man. is tough. <laughs> well, let me put it to you this way, guys, okay? If you watched our run defense over the course of last year, it was rock solid. It really mm-hmm. was. I mean, teams did not run Well, Sailor and Wilkins are the reason why. Yeah. Well, Mike, thank you. There's my point. We're not worried about Raekwon. 
We've got those guys on the field probably a lot more than we're going to see Raekwon on the field. You're going to see Wilkins and Siler on the field along with Ch- uh, a combination of Chubb, Phillips, and Agba. And you're going to see – you're going to on the majority of the defensive snaps, that's what you're going to see. So, and, I mean – go ahead. I was going to say, going back to your point on Chubb, you know, he played under Fangio in Denver. Yep. So right. they have a history with each other. They know what they can do. So right. I don't think it's going to be a problem of him stepping up this year. Mm-hmm. Well, he's a little older now, you know, so we'll see. Yes, but I still I think he's still well, we got talent. He's I mean, got you the know, ability. Because we, we, he looked slow last year. He did. He looked extremely slow. He, he was getting beat okay, around. Okay, now, he, was he slow because he wasn't really comfortable in the defense, or, or was he slow because he's just slowing down naturally because of age? We'll have to see. Here's the thing with Chubb, right? Okay. I come on the field. I get. I change teams. I come over to the Miami Dolphins. Right. I'm put. I'm put on the field in, in pass rushing situations. I know who I got to get to. It's the fucking. It's the quarterback. Okay. <laughs> and you know, you do whatever is necessary to get to the quarterback. That's his job. That's what he was brought in to do. And he didn't, like you said, Mike, he was very slow to the punch. He, he didn't get the job done. He just didn't. Well, I'm willing to bet it's not an age thing because he just turned 26 yesterday. Yes, he's not an old guy. He, he's just not. But he played old last year, Ryan. But that might you just know, be a comfort with the defense coming in halfway too. through the season. He could have been nicked up. Yes, it's possible. But, you know, that that's my whole point is that you've got a guy here that I'm not even mentioning. I mean, you've got a great rotation. I mean, Agba played hurt at the beginning of last year, and everybody was down and out on him. And, you know, they kept saying, listen, the guy's out there playing injured, and then he got hurt and he was done for the year. But, mm-hmm. you know, people have short memories. I mean, this guy was an outstanding player for us the first two years he was here. So, you know, it, you expect him to come back. And, right. and now he is a little long in the tooth. What's his age? Is he 28, 29? Emmanuel so. is, Yeah, or is he even older than that? He is 29. And he 29, will be, right. He'll be 30 later this year. Later this year. Okay, so, oh, he so. Is, he's getting a little long in the tooth. But yep. the great thing about this whole situation is the fact that, you know, you've got him rotating in and out with two other really good defensive ends, edge players there. Yeah. So. You know, you have that luxury and, you know, who, who, you know, you don't know who else is going to emerge. You know, Van. We brought back Andrew Van Ginkle. You brought in David Long. You got Jerome Baker. These are all guys that can, they can rush the passer if needed. Absolutely. You know, Van Ginkle, I I like him in situations. I mean, if teams start concerning themselves with our edge players, you know, Phillips and Ogba and Chubb. And you've got Van Ginkle on the field in situations. You know he's going to run. He's mm-hmm. going to run right through people and get to the quarterback. I mean he he's got a nose for the football. I mean they're they're rock solid on that defensive side. Yep. I I have said it a million times. I'm extremely extremely excited about watching this defense get on the field on the Fangio Fangio yep. <laughs> Fangio. Yo, Kalos. Go ahead, Ryan. What we? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. All this to say, you know, we have one guy that we really haven't talked about, Brandon Jones, who was one of the best pass rushing safeties in the NFL a couple Mm -hmm. years, you know, two years ago before he got hurt. Right. So when he comes back, that's just another layer added to it. 
But the question is, Ryan, are we going to do on the Fangio what we did on the Flores? You just took the words out of my mouth. You did? I'm sorry, Mike. (laughs) Mike, you can say it. Go ahead. I believe that there will be some facets, some some things we've done in the past that Fangio will take into account, and I think he'll change some things too. I think if you have a talent like Brandon Jones, who has made a name for himself as a blitzing safety, you don't take that away completely. Right. And if you're putting him and Javon Holland and you brought in Deshaun Elliott, if you have three safeties on the field, why can't you blitz one of them every once in a while? You, you want, Mike, you have something to say here? Well, I mean, the, the question is, you know, do you want to gamble? I mean, that's it, right? When you blitz, you're gambling. So it's it's a matter of the confidence that you have in your defense and then what you're trying to accomplish, you know? Yes, but Fangio also has – He's more known as a zone coverage guy, so yeah. But you know what? I don't. I don't. That means nothing to me because he's he's going to coach to the talent that he has. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If he feels they're better in man, then he's going to play a lot of man. If he feels they're better in zone, or he prefers zone, then he'll he'll run the zone. But I think that any defensive coordinator should be mixing up what they're throwing at you. Right. And I agree that's with you that's there. what I look for in a Fangio. Okay, uh, the last couple of guys we had here, they were stuck on, you know, blitz and heavy. That's mm-hmm. what they like to do. And, uh, you know, sometimes that works, sometimes it doesn't. Here's my take on it, guys. In regard to Brandon Jones, he's not the greatest cover safety. Um, right. I think that Elliot was brought in to possibly play a little bit more than Brandon Jones. Now, Brandon Jones will be good in certain situations, but as Mike was just talking about, you know, Fangio, I don't see this team playing on the edge like they have the last couple of years defensively. Now, I loved it, you know, because they executed it perfectly. But is it going to be necessary is the question, because – you know, as we, we already talked about the defensive line and the ability of Phillips, you know, what he, you know, what we figure we're going to get out of him. And then Chubb, you know, um, under Fangio and then Ogba being healthy. You may not need to do all that blitzing. Now, Brandon Jones, it's a great luxury to have him doing that, but you may not have to you know, roll the dice like that, you know, with, with that defensive front this there's year. A t- there's a time and a place. If you see something that you can exploit that way, then you're going to send them, right? Yes. And that's what I think it is. It's not an every down type of thing, but I think you're going to see it every once in a while. And like you said, it's a great luxury to have him. Why not use him for what he's really good at? Absolutely. I, I could see him playing, you know, coming in for linebackers in passing situations. Yeah, absolutely. And playing- a linebacker type position and then blitzing him in situations or you've got a great cover guy among tight ends there, you know, play him in a um, big nickel role. Exactly. And and again, you know, guys, we keep talking about these different players and, and, and it's awesome that you brought him up, Ryan, because Mm -hmm. he is another piece to a puzzle that just, you know, there's just endless, endless options here with this defense and how they want to approach a football game and how do they want how they want to approach 
defending an offense and we have this luxury we can go in a million different directions um you know elliot bringing him in david long i think these were really good add-ons to an already solid defense and of course ramsey you know without a question of a doubt brings you a very solid cornerback you know as you look at the the, the pieces we already talked about about van ginkle as well yeah. i mean and even duke riley it, you know i like him as a football player i he mean wore the a, orange jersey at practice first day lot yep a lot of guys here a lot of a lot of guys kahoo it just goes on and on and on you got nickel yep. packages dime Need packages them coming back eventually yep um it's 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 a it's a nice luxury i mean this this defense is loaded down and i've said it before i'll say it again i think they're going to be a top five defense and maybe possibly the best defense in football this year you know i look around at other teams san francisco's extremely extremely good but we can be just as good hmm those are big words (laughs) big words big words big mouth (laughs) I don't know if they're going to be the best defense in the league. There are some really good defenses out there, and I think you have an, another one in our division. Uh, I the do Jets? The, the Jets, yes. Jets, Jets are a very good defense. They yep. are a good defense. On paper, we're better. I mean, on paper, we're better, but again, this, you know, you got to figure this is a the first year under Fangio. Is it going to take these guys a little bit no. of time? No. You don't think so? No. They hit the ground running? They hit the ground running. I don't think... Man. I think with the the veterans that we have, I mean, think about this for a second, Ryan. Right? Mm-hmm. You got your you got your two corners out there, and you know they're going to play man to man. I mean, mm-hmm. I, you know, I think you know they'll double up. You know, they'll probably help X man out a little bit. But the, the the thing is this: is that with the amount of players that they have on the defensive side, it's it, it's going to be very easy for him to come in and coach this squad. I mean, a lot of these guys have played together uh, for years now. I mean, yep. they, you know, you got training camp. Uh, you know, I think that he's going to come in and they're going to, they're going to just come off flying. You know, they're going to get better as the season progresses. There's no yes. doubt about that, but I don't think you're going to see, them struggle in the least early on. I just don't. There's just too much talent on that side of the football. They're just too talented. I mean, if we stay healthy, obviously, you start losing pieces to the puzzle, it's a problem. But, um, you know, when you look across that defensive line alone, you know, you've got Pro Bowl players, I think, in Wilkins and Phillips right there. Yep. And, um, you know, from there, you've got Javon Holland, who we haven't even talked about, who you know, has the potential to be a Pro Bowl player, and our two corners have been Pro Bowl players. Uh, David Long, I mean, just on and on and on and on. Good football players all the way across the board. Yeah, I think Phillips is more a weak side linebacker, isn't he? It, in instead of what? What did I call him? You were calling him a defensive end. Yeah, well, he's listed as a weak side linebacker, and uh, is, Chubb is a strong side linebacker. It's 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 just a title. Guys, I mean, it is. No, I, know, I, I agree with you. They and they've gone away from calling them defensive ends. They're, they're edge rushers now. Yeah. I mean, so it's what is a defensive end? Exactly. Right. I mean, they, they, the position that Agba plays. They don't. <laughs> <laughs> 
they don't use that terminology anymore. But when I look out of when I look on a football field and I see Phillips lined up on the right end, okay, mm-hmm. and he's rushing the quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> And there's a linebacker behind them. <laughs> He's an end. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I you know, I I don't you know. It, it's just terminology. You know, just just sack the frigging quarterback. I don't care if they call him, uh, you know, the water boy. You know, just 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 go out there and <laughs> sack the quarterback. I don't care what his title is. It doesn't make any difference. Oh well, Lord. If yes. they do, if they do go to a four-two-five, which I think is possible, you know, knowing what we know about the roster, mm-hmm. your two inside linebackers are probably going to be, you know, Long and Baker. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. What do you think of that duo in the middle? Do you think they're too light? Um, we didn't have Long here last year, Daniel. I'll let you, I mean, uh, Ryan, I'll let you you start with this. Go ahead. So I, I would say in a league. You know, if if you're playing the Tennessee Titans, are they too light? Absolutely. But a lot of the teams now have gone away from those bigger backs. So I think these guys kind of fit the modern NFL. They're smaller, more agile inside linebackers. But, you know, going up against Derrick Henry is one thing. Going up against, you know, any of these smaller Clyde Edwards, Hilaire type running backs, I think they're fine. Yeah, I mean, my take on it is this, Mike, is that last year you had a Landon Roberts uh, next to uh, Baker, right? right? And right. and he's not a big guy either. And the the run defense was was very stout. Um, I think that they upgraded, you know, with the kid from um, Detroit. So I mean, not Detroit from Tennessee. Yeah, a long. Oh my long. God! I mean, you know, we talked about him the whole day, and then I couldn't come up with his name. But you know, they upgraded there with Long. So you know, I don't think it's going to affect them in any way, shape, or form. I really don't. Um, I think they'll be fine. Now you go, you go up against big offensive lines in the NFL. You know, they could possibly have problems there. But you know what? We played 17 solid games against the run last year. And, you know, some people are going to disagree because the numbers say different. But, you know, we had some plays that really, um, you know, skewed the, um, you know, the The statistics, Mm -hmm. you know. I mean, you know, long quarterback runs and just bad Mm -hmm. games where we had breakdowns. And the secondary was a mess, too. So, you know, I think overall that when we went against the better running backs in the NFL last year, they did a very, very good job, all considering. And I think they're going to be even better this year. So I don't think it's going to affect them in any way in regard to being slightly small. They'll, they'll, they'll do what's necessary. Okay. Any other thoughts on the defense? We're going to be we got good. two old cornerbacks. Are they going to be okay? They got to stay healthy. I mean, you know... Ryan mentioned Needham. I mean, if he came back and he's somewhat healthy, I mean, what a boost. And and what mm-hmm. about Trill Williams? I mean, he's another guy that looked really good. Yeah, all these all these guys yeah. are a mystery right now. Yeah. Know? What was Trill's injury? Was it a knee Torn as well? ACL. Yep. Yeah. I yeah, mean, he toured his uh, rookie minicamp, I think. Yeah. I mean, I, well, I don't know. I thought he played in some, some – um, I thought he played in some preseason games. I don't think so. No? No. Maybe. Well, when did he get hurt? Did he get hurt in camp or in preseason? I want to I say was he got hurt in camp. I think so. This depth chart that I'm looking at has Howard and Kohu and Bethel and then Trill Williams. 
<laughs> so yeah, Trill Williams is way down. Way down. And you know, coming off a torn ACL, you gotta wonder if he's even gonna make the team. We'll see. You know who I don't think makes a team is Noah, who's also at the very bottom of the depth chart. Oh Noah's well, not yeah. on this <laughs> Noah, we don't even need to talk about. <laughs> yeah. I think Noah. I saw a video of him today just in camp getting burned. Yeah, well, I mean, look, they're throwing a ball all over the place. They're going to get burned. But yeah, we know that Igbenogany has been a bit of a disappointment. A bit? <laughs> a bit. That's, That's a first-round draft pick. Mike. Well, we already know that sometimes first-round draft picks are worse than your free agents you bring in. <laughs> That's clear. We've, we've seen it happen often. Clear cut. I mean, <laughs> that's a glaring that's a glaring one that, you know, the sooner he's gone, the, the you know, the, the less we, we talk about it. I mean, that's going to be one that goes <laughs> down in the, in the history of the dolphins is one of the weirdest, strangest, stupidest moves that we have done. I mean, it, it, you know, and there's been a few and that's right up mm-hmm. at the top along with them, you know, but, it is what it is. You know, the good thing is, is that we're very deep. I mean, we didn't even talk about the rookie we drafted in the secondary, did we? No. We didn't even mention him. No. I mean, guys, we're, we're loaded. <laughs> Get fired up there, Mike. I am fired up. Ryan? I'll be hey. more fired up when I see him play. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I love talking this defense. Man, I love it. I mean, it, it's, you're at the point, though, what can you really say about the defense you look at them on paper, it looks like the perfect defense, just about. You got the perfect coach. You got all these guys who are, you know, veterans who have played at a high yeah. level. Yep. I mean, okay, if David your expectations. Long gets hurt, then you've got Tyndale. Uh, yeah, but can, he's can also Tyndale not play? one. Of, he's or not Duke, one of your starters. Or Duke though. Riley, Mike. Duke Riley. Duke Riley can step in in either inside linebacker position. I like the kid. I think he's a pretty good football yeah. player. Um, you know, it's interesting because in the secondary, we went all year without our starting right corner the whole season. Yep. And then we lost Needham in what, week four? I mean, who was our backup. So, I mean, and we somehow got by. I mean, you know, you got Kean Crossan as well, Kahoo. I mean, the kid we drafted, Smith. I mean, even if these guys in the secondary, like if Howard misses a game here or there or Ramsey does, I mean, I'm okay with some of these guys stepping in. I mean, you yep. can't – a lot of teams can't say that. They just can't, you know. Well, so, I'm Kohu proved he could step in for Howard. He did it. Yes. So, and he did, he did a fine job. So, yep. you know, uh, yeah. that we know. Now, you know, how many guys can you lose before it starts to hurt you? That's the question, you know. Well, yeah, oh, well, as long as they're not losing the entire secondary room like we did last year. Exactly. You, know, you, you just, can't, not, right? just can't have guys drop. Right now, as you and look if you, at- If you do lose them all, then you got a blitz. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, think like you guys have been saying, you know, look at, you got Howard, Ramsey, Kohu, Needham, Bethel, Crossin, plus the kid we just drafted. Cam Smith. Yeah. I mean, that's, if you lose two guys, I think you're okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, and and who knows who 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 knows who's going to emerge among other players. Yeah, you know, I mean, you may have surprises that just come out of nowhere, much like Kahu did last year. I mean, they brought I mean, in what twenty one. They brought in twenty one UDFAs. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, it, it, it's fun talking about this group. It really is. It's fun. Yeah. Because as you look around and it reminds you of, you know, the, the Killer B defense, you looked at that defense, Mike, and you're like, yeah, we don't have any weaknesses. We got, we got Pro Bowl player at nose tackle, you know, betters, and then Bo Camper, and then A.J. Dewey and Ernie Roan and the Yeah, the Blackwood Bo Camper was small. That's the, that's what we used to talk about. Bo the Camper corners were <laughs> okay. The corners weren't ever great. But, man, right. our, our front seven were rock solid. They really didn't. And then the corners were solid players, too, McNeil and whoever else they would bring in to play corner. But uh, this team is is – maybe going to be one of the best defenses we've had since um, that that Zach Thomas, Jason Taylor, Madison, Sertan, Sertain defense. Wow, yep. Brock Marion played safety. I mm-hmm. mean, they, man, they had some really good football players. And they have Tim team. Bowens on the front line also? Bowens on the front line as well. Absolutely, yeah. But, I mean, this team, you go position by position, I mean, they have the potential to be just as good, if not better. Yeah. Than that defense. So we shall see. It's a different game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Your, your linebackers are, are much different today than they were back then. Oh, absolutely. Know? Yeah. But, it, but your offenses were different too, Mike. Everything's different. Yep. You know, yep. it's, all, it's all relative, you know. You know, the offenses were not. Now they used to run the ball every once in a while. Well, they didn't. They didn't line up in shotgun every single play of an NFL game either. You know, ninety nine point nine percent of the time, I think that they're in shotgun now. Pretty sure half Um, these quarterbacks couldn't take a snap from under center. Boy, I'll tell you what: half of these quarterbacks couldn't take the beating that some of these guys took back in the day. You know, well, you know, the players are getting smaller. (laughs) For years, they were getting bigger, and now they're getting smaller. (laughs) Well. Seems Best way to beat size is to be faster. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. But now, like you said, everybody's getting faster. Sooner or later, you're going to have to have some size to counter that. Everybody's getting faster and bigger as far as I'm concerned. The game has evolved into just, you know, machines running yeah. around on the field. I mean, these guys, I mean, you saw the pictures of Phillips. I mean, I don't think Doug Betters or any of those guys, Mike, ever looked like that, ever. I don't know no, if there was you're, a guy you're in point, the You're NFL pointing to one guy. You know, what I'm talking about, you compare the inside linebackers, right? They're smaller than the guys used to be. Oh, yeah, but, but these guys, Mike, physically, every one of them. I mean, you look at Tyreek Hill and all the, these guys are just absolutely chiseled. Yes. Well, they, those guys yes. you're talking about from back in the day, they had an offseason. Exactly. These guys in the NFL now, their offseason is training and working out and getting bigger. Yes. There is no time yep. off. No yep. body fat on them whatsoever. Yep. I mean, it, it's, it is a completely different football game. It, it truly is. I mean, these guys are machines now. And, I mean, everybody is. I mean, the offensive linemen, you know, they, they bulk up and, you know, they're not chiseled like, you know, these other positions. But the receivers, I mean – just look at some of the receivers in the NFL and the way they're built. I mean, Duper and Clay, Mike, were little skinny guys. I mean, yeah. Duper was stout, you know, but but Clayton was, you know, he, he was as skinny as a rail. And, you know, he took a but beat he was for tough. years. Yeah, he was tough. There's no doubt about it. No doubt. But, um, yeah, it's going mm-hmm. to be a fun season. Yep. I'm looking forward to it. Yes, oh, yeah. sir. Yep. How many months do we have to go? 
<laughs> Too many? Yep. It's going to be a little bit. going to be a minute. Well, we got the Hall of Fame ceremony coming up, so that'll be wow. fun to watch. I enjoy that. Yeah. Especially when one of our own is going in. Yeah, well, it's always more fun when you guys are going in. Yes, absolutely. All right. I think that is going to do it as far as I'm concerned. I'm good with that. Oh, yeah. Let's rock and roll. On to next week. I we think go. we got the right guy to lead the defense, and I think we have the right players to excel at it. Now, the question is, how far can the defense take us? Defense that's, wins that's championships. What, that's what we're going to have to see. Lewis? Yes, sir. What are we forgetting? I, I don't know what you're talking about. We're forgetting what Lewis Riddick said. <laughs> what did he say, Lewis? I don't know what he said, Mike. That the Dolphins are going to win the East. Ah, uh, okay. It was only 20 minutes gonna... ago we talked about it. I, I couldn't remember <laughs> who you mentioned, Mike. I, I told I you how I feel about that. You know, you got, you know, you've got uh, so many commentators yep. that are picking us to finish third in the division. Uh, you know, I just turn that off. I don't care about their opinions. Their opinion means no more than ours, and they don't know anything more. If, if, if I've learned anything over the years we've been watching football is that these guys can talk and talk all they want and I can talk all I want. And you know what? I'm proven wrong over and over again. And these guys are proven wrong just as much. Of course. And these guys are ex-NFL players and guys that, you know, analyze this and that and all this Coaches, other crap. scouts, all those. Scouts, the whole nine yards. I mean, you know, nobody – Nobody can predict what the future is going to bring for your football team. You just don't know. There's so many factors that, that factor. Injuries in. and just all and kinds just of things. everything. That, you know, yeah. team, a team playing together. You know, it takes just a couple of, you know, individuals to, you know, just a couple of bad apples to just, you know, screw the whole, you know, the whole team up in a certain way. Selfish players. It goes on and on and on and on, you know, coaching. I mean, we saw what happened with Flores and the coaching staff and, and all the turmoil in regard to that. So, you know, a lot of things have to fall into place and nobody knows, you know, what nobody can predict that. Nobody can. So when it comes to these analysts and where they predict us to be and what we're going to do, you know. You know, uh -huh. you know what I find, Lewis? I, I find a lot of people getting upset at Chris Sims for saying <laughs> two is the 21st best quarterback. Right. I could give two shits what Chris Sims says. Who cares? Chris Sims was the 50th best quarterback. <laughs> well, he, he was, he he was, was lower than that. But he was lower than that. He was, no, I mean, Mike, you know, it, you take this stuff to heart and there's no reason to. You know, it's just one man's opinion. Who gives a shit? Nobody cares. I mean, it's like they just—you're you're exactly right. You, you, I just said that word, you know, basically word for word what you said. I do. Well, I said it in a different way that they just—it doesn't make any difference to me what the hell they say. You know, I love watching the NFL Network before the games come come on with Michael Irvin and Mariucci and and um, and and all the guys there. I mean, I think that's a fantastic show, but. When it's all said and done and they make their predictions and they talk about this and that, you know, they, they get it right 50% of the time. I mean, yep. I will tell you this, 
you know, I know me, you, and Ryan, and you could throw Daniel in this mix too. I know damn well that none of us would have drafted Igbenogany, okay? <laughs> and we're not, we're not GMs. We're not NFL scouts, but by no means would any of us have drafted Igbenogany in that spot. No, the need wasn't there, first so, of all. So, yeah, I mean, you know, so when you look at things and you look at, you know, you look at it in perspective as to what the decisions that some of these people make, you know, it's, it's kind of like they're getting paid an awful lot of money. And they make some awfully big mistakes, you know, and we could talk about other mistakes and we can go on and on and on. But the bottom line is, is that um, especially with the analyst, I don't pay any attention to it. And you're absolutely right. People get all worked up over it. You know, <laughs> oh, this it guy just, hates Tua. Yeah. He hates, who, who was it last year that was ripping Tua? Was it Sims? It probably. It was somebody else, too. I, and Mike I Tannenbaum made some noise. Yeah, I can't. He, he wasn't. He wasn't. Uh, too too uh, critical, was he? He said he that if he was the GM, he never would have picked Tua. He knew better. Oh well, if I was the GM, I never would have either. Well, <laughs> well, you know my opinion on all that. So I mean, I'm just being uh, real. Yeah. Yes. You know, I, if I'm looking at a big, tall, strong quarterback, and I'm looking at Tua, I'm taking a strong guy just for durability reasons. <laughs> <laughs> what was so funny about that draft? And this is funny, Ryan, because mm-hmm. me and Mike and I think Kurt and and Jim Johnson, Jim. Yep. all four of us were like on FaceTime or something. There was <laughs> some kind of conference thing that yeah, you know we yeah, could yeah. all see each other's faces, and we were all talking about the draft. And through every pick, the first pick I kept my mouth shut because I think Kirk was happy with the Tua pick, you mm-hmm. know. And I, I wasn't. I don't remember Mike's opinion on it. No, I, I think, predicted they were going to take Tua, and they did. Right. Um, but And I really didn't have a strong opinion either way at that moment, but it wouldn't have been my choice if I was the mm-hmm. one doing the drafting. But, you know, Jim Johnson, I think, did not like the pick either, you know. And then we got on the Austin Jackson, and we were like, well, it is a need, <laughs> but I don't know about this guy. Well, the- your quarterback's small. You need somebody <laughs> big to protect him. But then when we got to the third pick in that first round and Igbenogany's name was called, we were all looking, we're like, what What the the hell was that? (laughs) Who is that? And we're all looking at, you know, our paperwork and looking online and, and we're like, oh my God, what did this team do? You know? So anyway, it it was was. very funny. One of the wide receivers that came out that year said, uh, he was asked who the like best corner, best cover corner is that he played against that year, and he said it was Noah. Uh huh. And you know all the things we've seen from him, I have no idea how somebody could say that. Yeah, I don't know. I guess everybody's entitled to an opinion, right? <laughs> yeah. But what we've seen of Noah has not been overly impressive. He had a few moments here and there last year that weren't terrible, but. By and large, he's, he hasn't been a good player. Right. So, anyway, uh, you know, we, we can talk about Phillips. We can talk about Wilkins. A couple of guys that are good players that we picked high, and that's what you want to see. Those yeah, are the guys yeah. that make your football team. You can't have too many no-egg monogamies because that kills you. But, you know, what it does is it forces you to 
spend resources on a Jalen Ramsey or spend resources on, uh, you know, some of the other guys that they went out and got Chubb, you know? Mm -hmm. So one way or another, you got to find the players. So, you know, that's, that's the GM's job. And, uh, uh, the better he drafts, the better it is for him and the organization. So we'll see. This will be an interesting year. I mean, if, if they really do go far this season, you got to give the GM credit. Yeah. You got to. But, you know, they've got to do it first. So, all right, guys. I uh, appreciate you joining me this evening. Very welcome. Yes. Glad to be here. Thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, we'll be back next week. Until then, fins up. Fins up. Fins up, Dolphins. All right, that's today's show. I just want to remind everyone that the FinFans podcast is proud to be part of the DolphinStock.com network. Check out their site. There's all kinds of articles and podcasts which you'll enjoy. Until next time, be well and take care. Podcast Network.